Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s inspired style and cutting edge performance technology with its sleek mid cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi piece upper construction delivers high energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. Happy Valentine's Day and welcome to TC Live on this Wednesday, February 14th. They say love means nothing in tennis, but over the next half hour, we will be showing lots of love to your favorite stars. Here's what's on the way. We would sin for you. In his first match since becoming a major champion, Yannick Sinner continues to shellac the competition. No return address needed in Rotterdam. Plus, she's all heart. Emma Navarro fights for one of the biggest wins of her career. We'll tell you how it ended in the three-set thriller against Elena Rabakina. And a mixed doubles team full of love. Sitsi Dosa taking their romance to another level on Valentine's Day. As always, TC Live is a perfect match. Some other tennis couples showing some love to each other as well. We will fill you in. Hearts on fire all across the tennis world. As we welcome you here into the studios in Santa Monica, Steve Weissman, Coco Vandeweghe, Prakash Amitraj, got the red shirt on. Happy Valentine's Day. Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm lucky. I got both you guys to celebrate Valentine's Day with. I, I, I'm, I'm a spoiled girl. I'm a spoiled girl. <laughs> Look, all I know is I walked into the commentary booth, Coco and I switched places, and just to know that you and I are vibing a little bit, with the bays. We're working on the chemistry here. You know, we started yesterday all announcing mixed our mixed doubles yep. with Steve as our, our coach, coach, mentor. Yep. Andy and Wells. Watch you know. out. We're ready for it. Tommy, you, you, you want to get a big draw over there. You just you holler at us. We're ready. Easy money. Easy money. It's, it's absolutely correct. We'll see what happens there. But we start the program with some breaking news. Unfortunately, Rafa Nadal announcing today he will not be able to play in Doha next week. He says he's not ready to compete. The 22-time Grand Slam champion will try to be ready for an exhibition in March and then Indian Wells. Prakash, what was your reaction to hearing this news? Uh, unfortunate. Not, not tremendously surprised given what we saw at the top of the year. Um, look, he, he's, he's got to really uh, prioritize his body for the clay court season. He's made it very clear what he wants to be ready for, Paris, and, of course, the Olympics in Paris following Roland Garros. But, um, gosh, I'd love to see him here in the U.S. He's got that big ex exhibition with Alcaraz, Netflix Cup in Vegas, and then Indian Wells in Miami. Really hope he's able to make all three. Mm. No, it's, it's always going to be tough for, for Rafa to be able to come back. I mean, age is undefeated. We, we all know that for many of different sports across the world, but it's just time management. You got to be patient with your body. I know Rafa wants to get back out there and compete. He's a champion and he's a fighter. I mean, he's a bull for the reason. And it's going to be tough to just manage the expectations in, in that injury and just be slow with the process. You can't em emphasize that enough. Yeah, he's got the muscle injury in the hip. Lost, last saw him play in Brisbane. Unfortunately, has not played since then. We will see. He's posted some stuff, some swimming on Instagram, stuff like that. So uh, he's definitely trying his best to get back on court. But we wish the best to Rafa. Hope to see him in March here in the United States. Meantime, uh, Yannick Sinner right now having a love affair with the game. Just a few weeks ago, won his first Grand Slam title at the Australian Open, coming from two sets down to beat Daniil Medvedev in the final, also beat Novak Djokovic in the semis. 
on the way to becoming the first Italian to win it all in Melbourne. Back in action in Rotterdam, Sinner looking for his 11th straight win, Coco, taking on that hometown favorite, Botic van der Zanschel. Now, I thought I would see a little bit of nerves, being that he's a new Grand Slam champion out there, but Yannick is just so quick around the court, and I love how he always does a two-shot pass, and he knows that the Stutz player is going to keep coming in and be relentless at it. And he's not trying to pass straight away with the first one, but just getting himself in position for that second shot pass. And his movement is still as crisp as ever, but not only just with his speed, but with his anticipation. He is so quick off the mark to where he knows that the ball is going to go and what he's going to do with it. I mean, the clarity is just unmatched right now with Sinner's game. Saved all three break points he faced. Only dropped four points on his first serve. And how about this one? Nearly 70% of his second serve returns. Yannick Sinner improving to a perfect 8-0 this year. He said after the match, it's a little bit different playing as a Grand Slam champion. You have to be prepared for your opponents to know you better and know your weaknesses more. Prakash, it doesn't seem like he really has any. No, I mean, look, the way he's developed, especially in the last six to eight months, most notably with that serve, kind of dropping the elbow back into the pocket a little bit, getting more juice on that, having the confidence to be able to go after the second serve when he needs to. Uh, both his groundies, you can't really pick apart at all. He's able to find angles, find all four corners with both sides, and he's comfortable at the net. I mean, the way he's picking and choosing his shot selection, the where his mind is at, I mean, there's no reason why he can't go for slam number two this year. I couldn't agree more. I mean, he's definitely going to be in the hunt for slam number two, but he's just we're watching a player develop right in front of our eyes. That's already very complete. And we've heard Darren just talk about that, talk about how he's still in development stages, that he's still working on his game, still improving. And you can see that from all his peers talking about how much he's improved, how big his shots are, are still even right now, but just how difficult he is to get off balance in those rallies. That's scary for the rest of the tour. Uh, Yannick Sinner getting better and better. He's going to take on Gal Malfis in the next round. By the way, Malfis has won 11 in a row in Rotterdam. So looking forward to that matchup. Another youngster in action, Holger Runa, looking for a second win this year against Roman Safiul and Prakash. Said at one point in this match, I was for sure in trouble. <laughs> well, he got up to a good start here. Second set, though, let's not forget, Safiul is, is a guy who can play good indoor tennis. Took out Carlos Alcaraz and Paris last year, so he put his head down, worked to it, got that second set. But Holger really changed gears here in the third set. Started attacking the net quite a bit. He's got very good net skills up there. We've seen it on all surfaces. He doesn't mind attacking. One of the best things he did when he took the Paris title not too long ago. Coming up with some brilliant footwork from the baseline as well with passing shots, both ends of the court, front and back. Not too much to pick apart here in the third set. A little bit of a blip, but aside from that second set blip, Pretty comfortable win. 31 winners, nine aces. Now 42 and 17 in indoor matches on the ATP Tour. Game really shines inside. Got a couple former champs meeting for a spot in the quarters as well. The 2021 winner, Andre Rublev. The 2022 champ, Felix Auger-Aliassime. The Canadian beat Rublev on the way to his title two years ago. Well, Auger-Aliassime was having a big serving day. Fired 20 aces, but it just wasn't enough. Was able to get a few match points here in the third set. 4-5 down, massive opportunity. But it was a few errors that creeped up off his racket. Rublev doing a great job keeping his composure. He, he, he can explode a little bit, let the volcano erupt, but he didn't do it. Here he stayed nice and solid, finding his way into the net to be able to save this third match point. Three in a row, manages to squeeze out of that game. Following game, on break point, keeping the pressure on with a brilliant return. 
turning it into a little aggression on his side, hopping the error up, showing some great body language here, charges over to the other side of the net, holds serve comfortably, and a big opportunity lost for FAA. Yeah, despite those 20 aces, three match points, he actually won three more points overall. FAA goes down, Rublev into the quarters for the fifth time in six appearances there. To the ladies in Doha, Coco, last time Elena Rybakina and Emma Navarro played, it was the qualies for the U.S. Open five years ago. Now Rybakina is a Grand Slam champ. Navarro on the verge of the top 20. Uh, and in this first set, there was, wasn't really much that Navarro could do. I mean, when you're playing a big hitter that is hitting their spots and hitting their targets, you just kind of have to weather the storm and wait for the fire to kind of extinguish. But Navarro doing such a great job of coming back in the second set, keeping her head down, keeping her calm, and not allowing the moment to get away with her, from her. She defended this match point, and she just was able to run away with this second set, not looking back on her first set point. And in this third, she started to get going. She started to feel more comfortable with Rabakina, but unfortunately, Rabakina being a Grand Slam champion and a top player just had too much and a little bit of luck on her side with that net court getting the break, and that was all that she needed moving forward to win this match. Yeah, an hour between her first and second match points. Ended up finishing with nearly triple the winners of the American 55 to 20. Gutsy win there. Ten aces for Rabakina. She'll take on Layla Fernandez next. How about Yelena Ostapenko? She's got the most wins on the WTA this year, but all of her losses have come to Victoria Azarenka, Coco. Another one today. Oh, and, and when Vika's hitting the ball so well like she is right here in this forehand, I mean, that is just too good, undefendable. And she's just handling Ostapenko's power. It's always about handling that first ball when you're playing someone with a lot of power. And when Ostapenko feels like she can't out-hit you, she starts to panic. Vasopenko giving it a bit of a fight here, trying to claw her way back. And we've seen Azarenka take her foot off the gas pedal in these second sets, especially when she has the first set. We saw it in Australia where she plays not to lose instead of playing to win. And as you can see, we're just here for the handshake. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, racket tap, nothing. Wow. That's not a lot of love lost between those two. Let's hear from the winner. I'm happy that I was able to hold my uh, hold my serves. There were a couple of you know break points that I saved really good with my serve, and uh, um, and I think that was important to kind of keep that pressure from the first set. And uh, I was able to close it out, even though I was left 30 down on my on my on my serve. I felt like yeah, you know, I just still have to keep going. I'm doing the right thing, and as long as I'm doing that, I have a a, a great chance to win. Ostapenko 14-0 against everybody else on tour. 0-3 against Azarenka. And your reaction after that non-handshake at the end? <laughs> non-handshake? That, 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 that was more than a non-handshake. I, I wasn't quite... I mean, first, the racket tap, I think that's that 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 started the yeah. bad blood. And then, then you know, I, I'm going to decline the racket. I, I don't know who started it, really. I mean, it was Ostapenko with the racket. Well, she doesn't like lot. losing. No, no, no. no. <laughs> we know she doesn't like she, losing. No, she doesn't like losing. <laughs> that was that was just that, that was a lot. I've never seen that. Like a, a racket tap when it's non-COVID now, right? Wait, so wait, you, wait. You've never seen that on the WTA tour? The the botch of the handshake? No, the botch no, of but, the handshake. Yeah, absolutely. With the racket tap? Uh, that's a, I mean, that's a the, slap in the those face. Right. Have had, had <laughs> beat for a minute. Face. For a minute. They've had beat for a minute. I mean, there's been some talk in press conferences. Vika unhappy with Ostapenko's kind of gamesmanship. She she called her a little immature. 
But, you know, it, it's Vika's a champ. She's she's going to shake this off and move on. I mean, it's just one part for the course. You know what? I kind of, I'm probably on Vika's side. Someone comes at me with a racket tap like that. I'm like, you're not going to shake no, my you're hand. Coming you know with what? You're, you're coming with a shoulder check. You're coming with a shoulder check. You know, he, it happened the other day. I tried to give Weissman a racket tap in the green room. Yeah. 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 That means <laughs> the door. No, thank you. <laughs> racket. Who, who like, taps let's, rackets? Let's go. Let's roll <laughs> up the sleeves right now. <laughs> Either dab it up or, or nothing. Just a pound, Doug. Just a pound, just, Doug. Just like a producer. Just a pound, Doug. Come on, Huska. All right, more on this Valentine's Day edition. It's all love here, not between Ostapenko and Azarenka, but the rest of everybody in the tennis world. Naomi Osaka, by the way, into the quarterfinals in Doha. New media adventure as well. We'll tell you about that. We continue our celebration of Black History Month by honoring legendary player and coach and Coger. Stay with us here on TC Live. Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s-inspired style and cutting-edge performance technology with its sleek mid-cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi-piece upper construction delivers high-energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. Ann Coger rose from the segregated courts of the Jim Crow era to become a decorated professional, player, coach, and mentor. Succeeding as a black woman in a predominantly white sport, Coger possessed a unique combination of talent, grit, pride, and determination. She grew up in a racially divided Baltimore and learned to play in the city's segregated Druid Hill Park. In 1961, she won the ATA National Girls 12 and Under Championship, an accomplishment only enhanced when considering how many tournaments excluded black players. She attended the HBCU Morgan State University, where she was a four-year letter winner in tennis as well as basketball, field hockey, and volleyball. She joined Bonnie Logan, playing on the Morgan State men's tennis team to become the first black woman to represent a historically black university in a national collegiate championship. Another milestone soon followed as Coger became one of the first African-American women to play professional tennis on the Virginia Slim Circuit. But Coger also made her mark as a teacher of the game. She devoted her post-playing career to coaching 35 years at Haverford College, providing access and instruction to youth eager for their own tennis opportunities. These efforts earned her recognition from the Arthur Ashe Youth Tennis and Education Center and the Black Sports Legend Foundation. In 2010, Ann Coger was inducted into the Black Tennis Hall of Fame, a fitting punctuation to a distinguished and barrier-breaking career. Thank you, Taylor. While coaching at Haverford, Coger continued to fight for social justice. During the 2000 season, she and her team protested the use of the Confederate flag by canceling a competition in South Carolina. Our Black History Month features are available at TennisChannel.com, and the celebration continues on Thursday with another wonderful tribute. Still ahead today, Carolina Pliskova on a heater right now. Can she make it seven wins in the last seven days to reach the quarterfinals in Doha? It's a happy Valentine's Day edition of TC Live. Back after this. Coco Prakash, Steve, back on TC Live as we head back to Doha. American Danielle Collins came through qualifying, playing her fifth match of the tournament. 
taking on Katarina Siniakova, who just upset Coco Golf. Uh, it's, it's really hard to bounce back after a huge win like Siniakova had against Coco Golf. You really have to just relax, manage your emotions, and it's kind of a letdown to play the next round unless you're playing another top-ranked player. And it's no knock on DC. I mean, she's a tough competitor, as always, but DC just dictating so well with her backhand. And her fight is unmatched. Going down early, but fighting her way back, especially in the second set, just really taking her time, having the patience on the backhand side, because we know that Sinyakova is deadly when she gets time and rhythm on her backhand side. And DC making a good run of her last hurrah. Savage. Collins broke seven times. Sinyakova just five of 23 on second serves. Meantime, Carolina Pliskova, you talk about wins in a row, playing for the seventh straight day, coming off the title in Transylvania, Prakash, taking on fellow Czech Linda Noskova. Well, was some good aggression from Noskova early, especially off that forehand side. Gets the break at 3-4 and uh, looks pretty solid serving it out. Big serve up the tee. Converts. Now, she wasn't quite able to continue that momentum in that second set. Had a chance, though, serving for it. Just played a pretty bad game, bunch of unforced errors. You can see the negativity from her, and after that, it was Pliskova who really started running away with it. She took that second set, didn't give up another game after just nearly being out with Noskova serving for it. Third set, it was Pliskova who again jumped on early. Big pace up the middle from both the forehand and backhand side. She's got such easy power on both sides, not just on the groundies, but on the serve as well. 12 aces, final one to close it out, converted six out of 12 breakpoint opportunities. Former world number one, back up to 42 in the live rankings now. So that's seven wins in seven days, eight wins in nine. Coco, you've done this before <laughs> playing seven days in a row. How would you characterize the challenge of this? Uh, you are exhausted. You are playing in a fog, and you are just rolling with what little you have left. And when you have a hot hand, you feel like you can't miss. So the exhaustion just kind of goes away, and you just go on autopilot. Well, let's see who she's got to make it eight for eight. Up next, Naomi Osaka. We will preview that match later on the show. But this is a nice Elite Eight. Pavlyuchenkova taking on the Danimal. Fernandez, Rubakina, Sviantek, Azarenka at the top. We'll break down these matches later on TC Live. To Delray Beach, the match we just saw. Top-ranked American Taylor Fritz trying to defend a title for the first time in his career. For Coco facing former Mississippi State star Nuno Borges. No, this is going to be a tough out for Taylor, just defending the title, having that extra pressure, and getting a little unlucky, getting broken here in the first set, but Borch just couldn't serve it out. He really got tight, got nervous. Taylor started to step in and dictate with his forehand, and when Taylor is dictating with his forehand, especially when he runs around his backhand to start doing it, he's really tough to get off of his mark. He does the runaround forehand so much better than anyone else out there on tour. And in the second set, T. Fritz with the nice hands up there. Good job closing after the drop shot. Always close after the drop shot, especially if you hit a good one. It's always easier to redrop, and his serve kept him in. I mean, serving lights out in that second set. All goes back to the babysitting, Coco. Yeah, I taught him well. <laughs> <laughs> the Pakistan Tennis Federation has a new president, Seema Al-Haq Qureshi. Igor Sviantek has now won 10 straight in Doha. How about this? Carlos Alcaraz beginning his Buenos Aires title defense on Thursday. That started to run last year when he won six tournaments in six months. Time now to enter the social net. It is a V-Day edition, and 
How about Katie Bolter giving some love to her boyfriend, Alex Demonor, said, get yourself a guy that loves you enough to cover your side of the court, too, Prakash. <laughs> Listen, I absolutely love it when couples get on the court together because that is a real test mm. of your relationship. But see, even if Katie's let this one go, Alex has got her back in more ways than one. Love to see it. See, my boyfriend and I got out on the court during COVID. He could play a little bit of tennis, but the headhunting came a little bit too early for me. So, you know, it didn't last too long. So you got to salvage some relationships as much as you can. But Prakash, I expect the same out of you. You got to, I got to find a guy that, that can cover my side of the court too. I mean, I, I need, I need that love. I yeah, need that love. But listen, it's tough, Coco, because you, you, you cover the whole court so well, you know, so, so. Might, might be better to just let you take the ball, but better best for the team. I'll tell you this, Prakash and Paula are an amazing mixed doubles team. Best coach, Prakash, Paula knows what she's doing. Steve All was right. there. Steve was there watching <laughs> tennis. You, know? uh, you can't have a V-Day celebration without a little sitsy dose of Prakash. You know what? They've they've been uh, they've been a huge uh, uh, a priority in the sort of social media of both tours. Lots of big focus on both them since their hard launch earlier last year with their relationship. And uh, look at this. Things going beautifully. So you know what I love? They add a little artistic to all of their posts. A little black and white over here. You know, look at that shot. You know, you got, you know, Paula on the side. Is Steph doing his modeling thing with all that hair, all the, you know, stuff he's doing. Do, do I hear some jealousy out of that? I mean, I don't, I don't, we'll, we'll put that to the side for Kosh, I can't pull off that I mean, hair. You know, I can't pull off that hair. It's, it's black and white because of the feels. You know, I, I feel the emotions. I feel the love out of all their posts. And, you know, the hard launch is, is undefeated. You got you to stick with it. I like it. Like, I think it's I think it's actually been been good for both their games, being able to talk to someone at that high level. So, uh, you know, we're all here for it. Mm, I, I would like better results. I think off-court is great. Why but... you got to look at the results? They're developing, and the results are mm. going to come, Weissman. Uh, you know, stop clearing your throat. Mm. <laughs> all right. Uh, here's our schedule tomorrow. It all starts once again, 5 a.m. Nothing but love, but listen, we're not having a lot of wins. Uh, TC Live back with you at 10 p.m. Eastern. We'll have a hot shot after this. Back on TC Live, we are getting closer. Elena Rabakina, the returning champ in Indian Wells. Carlos Alcaraz as well. All the top players in the world descending upon Tennis Paradise. And Tennis Channel has complete first ball to last ball live coverage of the BNP Paribas Open. TC Live every morning. 10 a.m. local time. We got daily bonus coverage on T2. It begins Wednesday, March 6th. All right. Who's got our hot shot of the day? I mean, the boys are a little unhappy about the choice from the producers, but I'm going to give the girls some love here. Rabakina coming forward, hitting that swing volley, but Navarro with the wheels. Rabakina, close the net. What do you got her? You got her dead to rights. You got to close the net. Heck of a pass from Navarro. Love that. Emma Navarro does not get the win, but she gets our hot shot of the day. Featured matches, we're headed to some quarterfinal matchups. Iga Sviantek, Victoria Azarenka, looking forward to Osaka, Pliskova, Malfis, and Sinner. These are some juicy matchups. Plus, we got Big Foe there at the bottom. Don't forget about him taking on Radu Albot as well, who's had a lot of success in Delray Beach. Let's break down some of these matchups, starting with Iga Sviantek. Victoria Azarenka. Sviantek very happy that Vika won against Ostapenko. She's never beaten Ostapenko, yep. but she's won her last two matches against Azarenka. What does Vika need to do to win this one? Oh, I mean, both both women are rolling right now. It's going to be a tough task for Vika to go up against Iga right now. But Vika has the firepower to dismantle 
Iga. She can hang with the backhand to backhand cross court rallies, but you have to keep picking on Iga's forehand and be brave enough to withstand the speed and the angles that Iga can create. But if Iga is timing the ball as well as she did against Ostapenko, I think she has a really good shot to dethrone Iga. All right, we're looking forward to that one. On the men's side, we got Yannick Sinner taking on Gael Malfis. You're writing some notes down there. What would what, you just write? You know, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just keeping track of a couple of things. He's just going to call me out tomorrow if I, if I well, get my guess wrong. That guys, is? first of all, there is so much data going on on this paper here, so there's a lot to keep track of. Okay. Someone step on keeping track of. <laughs> What's what happening right now? Sinner's 4-1 and one against Monfils. What do you yeah. expect to see? I'm expecting to see more of the same. I know, I know Gail's very, very strong indoors, and he's been playing some great tennis there over the last year. But um, Sinner's, I think, just in a different category right now. And um, you know, he's just bringing too many elements from all different aspects of the game. So I like Sinner to come through. But I will make a stand here and say that tomorrow's hot shot will come from the Sinner Monfils match. Malfis is made for the hot shots. Although Alcaraz is playing as well, and it's like, I don't know, Carlitos gets a lot of our hot true, shots. What do you true. think? That's, that's very true. I mean, the hot shots can be up for grabs, and you got Big Foe, who also throws in a bit, a lot of hot shots. But, I mean, Sinner, you can't touch that guy right now. He's just too lights out, especially indoors. He's hitting the ball too clean. I'm, I'm saying Sinner takes it against Gale as much as it hurts my heart. I'll be commentating on that uh, big foe match with uh, with Petch, which I'm very much looking forward to. But um, it's been a, it's been such a great show. I've been feeling the vibes here, yeah. but we can't let it go without no showing vibes. love <laughs> to to our TC Live yes. lady. So so Weissman, please on on behalf yeah. of oh us here. You know, can we please present our TC Live you Valentine's, Valentine's Day Coco? Aww, you know what? what do you, you got anything good in there? Uh, I you mean, know, I'll, you, I'll share. I'll share. You know, we, 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 all of us, you know, we sprung for the good stuff. You know, I, you, you guys always you know. do. I, I wouldn't, Ooh, I wouldn't count you guys out. Here, I'm gonna have one right now. Oh, there you go. Prakash has some serious Alcariz. <laughs> He's been saving that. He's been saving that for this day for a minute. Liz, I can't take credit for that. Our Tennis Channel social media team—they're awesome. They put out a great post so on good. Instagram so with the Alcariz. So we're Coco for you, all that stuff. The, the sin that we, we'd sin for you. Check it out on social. Happy Valentine's Day. Enjoy the chocolates. Everybody, we love you for watching TC Live. We'll see you again tomorrow.